What do you do when you don't get your to-do list done? And how do you manage unexpected events and tasks popping up on your calendar? Because it happens. In today's episode, we're going to talk about a strategy that I'm calling proactive planning, which can help you proactively schedule and plan for your many teacher tasks, as well as have a plan for responding to those unexpected events that pop up rather than reacting to them. So let's get into today's show. Welcome to the Teacher Time Podcast, a space where teachers are empowered to take control of their prep time so they can enjoy their time off guilt-free. You know how teachers are always working long hours? Here, we're changing that norm together by tackling your biggest productivity questions and planning challenges. I'm your host, Stephanie Plovchik, kindergarten teacher, toddler mama, and your very own productivity mentor. I know what it takes to get your important tasks done so you can consistently work your scheduled hours as a teacher, and I'm sharing it all with you here. In this community, we believe that you can be an effective teacher without sacrificing your free time. So let's ditch that constant cycle of overwhelm for teacher time strategies that work. Why? Because your time matters. So today we're talking about proactive planning really excited for today's topic. I think it's super helpful. And we're going to relate it specifically to your end of the year tasks and how you can stay on top of those extra things that you're going to have to do at the end of the year in a way that feels a lot less overwhelming and a lot more doable. And so proactive planning is a term that I came up with to describe an approach to planning your tasks. So if you listened to episode four, We talked about scheduling your week in three very, very simple steps. You'll notice I like to keep things really simple around here because if it's not simple, it's just really hard to do. (laughs) So here's the thing. Scheduling your tasks, like we talked about in episode four, that's just the plan, right? That's what you create before you jump into your week. And it's not necessarily what will happen. We know this as teachers. We have to be flexible. We know unexpected things pop up. They just do. So having that scheduled plan in place is a really good place to start. It's really great to have that plan for how you're going to approach your many teacher tasks or meetings. But what do you do when things don't go as expected? Because when something doesn't go as expected, right, in any situation in life, it can be really overwhelming. And it's easy to just react and get in that fight or flight mode instead of being proactive and thinking about what you can do to help lessen that overwhelm and make those unexpected events feel more manageable, right? So what do you do when you don't complete your to-do list? Because it happens. It happens to me often. And what do you do when an unexpected meeting or issue arises in your day? Do you react and get stressed every single time? Does it kind of ruin the rest of your day or the rest of your week? Or do you have a plan in place to proactively respond to those unexpected things? So that's what we're talking about here today. And we're going to get into a couple of key points 
things that you can do, very simple things, right, that you can do that will help you proactively plan. So the first thing we're going to talk about is making sure that you stay on top of any important events by filling them into your calendar. So you want to fill in any important events either at the start of the quarter or at the beginning of the month, fill in those important dates. So I'm talking fill in meetings, fill in dates that you might need to progress monitor students or dates when you're going to assess certain skills that you've been working on. If report cards are coming up, you're going to want to fill in what day your report cards are due by, what day they're going to get posted for families. Just fill in any date that you know you're going to need to have on your calendar. This is going to make scheduling your week easier. It's also going to help you plan more proactively. You're not going to be surprised when you see, oh no, report cards are due next week and I haven't even thought about a plan for getting them done. You would rather have that on your calendar so that as you're looking ahead and you're planning, you can notice a couple weeks in advance, oh hey, report cards are going to be due soon. I need to make a plan for when I'm going to get them done, how I'm going to add that extra task into my schedule. Because if we don't put it in our calendar, you might be surprised by it. And that's when the overwhelm hits. Then that's when it really does feel like an extra task on our plate when we're not expecting it. But if we're expecting it, we can plan for it. The next key thing to do is to reevaluate your to-do list at the beginning and end of each day. And I talked about this a little bit in the episode where we discussed morning workday startup routines and workday end routines. I talked about adding that to those routines in your day, but I want to bring it up again here and talk about why this is helpful when it comes to being proactive. Reevaluating your to-do list at the beginning and end of each day allows you an opportunity to check in with yourself, right, and consider your energy levels as you plan out what you're going to get done. You know, do you have a morning planning time on Monday and an afternoon planning time on Tuesday? If you know that you're more productive earlier in the day, then you want to adjust those plans to... Plan on getting higher energy tasks done for that Monday where you have your morning time prep time and lower energy tasks for Tuesday when you know you're going to be a little more tired in the afternoon. So it's going to be harder to do something that's so involved like lesson planning, right? Seriously, take into consideration how you anticipate yourself feeling. It's hard to motivate yourself to do hard tasks when your energy levels are low. So personal example, I know by the end of the week, I am spent and you might feel this way too. Probably seen those like gifts on social media that's like teachers on Friday afternoon and they're just like passed out. That's me. I'm so tired by Friday afternoon. You probably feel that way too because teaching is exhausting. So, but anyway, if you know that by the end of the week, you are just going to be mentally and physically exhausted then you need to plan higher energy tasks for earlier in the week. 
And you might also know that like for me, after a meeting, my mental capacity is low because it's just a lot of talking, a lot of listening and being engaged and just, it takes a lot of energy. Meetings are draining. Even when they go well, it's just, it's an involved activity. So for me, I don't plan on completing difficult tasks after meetings if I can avoid it. So these are just some things to consider. What things, when are you most motivated? What things kind of drain you? So you need to consider those as you're planning out your week. And if you're not sure, just start to take notice of these things so that you can proactively plan your week. And now also when it comes to reevaluating your to-do list, right? So you want to consider those things as you're writing it the first time, but then you also want to check in and reevaluate, especially at the end of each day, right? So at the end of each day, you're going to look at your to-do list. And if there are things that you didn't get done, first of all, that is okay. That happens. All you want to do is look at what did not get done that you had planned on getting done and move it. Move it to a time when you think that you're going to get it done. And do it in that moment, right? So move it maybe to the next day. Or maybe you realized it's something that does not need to take immediate priority. And it can wait another day or two to get it done. But really check in. Check in with your energy levels. Check in on what did get done and didn't get done. And then adjust as needed. By reevaluating each day on that to-do list, I'm not talking that long to-do list, right? I'm talking about that that short those short task lists that we talked about of just three important things to get done, right? But by reevaluating what you did get done and what you didn't get done, you're going to be able to stay on top of things better as opposed to, let's say you didn't finish your to-do list in a day, right? And then you just kind of put it to the side and you're like, okay, whatever, I didn't finish. And that's fine. But if you just put it to the side and you don't reevaluate when would be a possible time to move this task to, then it could become a task that you forget about, right? And something that pops up unexpectedly. And that's when the overwhelm hits. That's when we start to react and we start to get stressed out. So we really want to be as proactive as we can be to staying on top of our teacher tasks and planning for them and readjusting those plans. And this is not a involved thing. It's a quick, you know, three to five minute thing you're gonna do at the end of the day take a look at that list. Did everything get done? Great. Did some things not get done? Okay, let's just move them. And then the final key point here that I want to talk about when it comes to proactive planning is leaving a little bit of wiggle room in your weekly schedule if you can. So the first part of that would be not planning too much for one day, right? You know, I'm a big advocate for planning just three important must-do tasks, and then maybe having a short may-do list that you might get to. If you get to, great. If you don't, that's fine too. It's important to keep that task list short because one, it will feel more doable, and two, you'd rather have extra time where you can fit in something that you didn't get done the day before than end your day feeling like you absolutely had not enough time to get all the things on your to-do list done, right? So that's important, just leaving a little extra wiggle room if you can. 
And if you need a must-do, may-do sheet, then make sure that you download the free productivity guide on my website. I'll link it here in the show notes, but the URL is www.teachinglittleleaders.com forward slash productivity. And inside that guide, there's there's guiding pages to walk you through three Kickstarter strategies that will instantly make you more productive and just kind of make your your planning time feel much more doable. But then there's also planning pages that are going to help you implement. And one of those planning pages being a must you may do list. I think you're really going to like it. So make sure that you head on over and download that now. Like I said, I'll also link it in the show notes. So hopefully, though, you're starting to see how planning your days proactively can help you manage the unexpected things that pop up with just a little bit less overwhelm. Before we close out for the day, let's do a quick recap of some things that you can do to proactively plan for your days and weeks, especially leading up to the end of the school year. So the first thing is to make sure you're filling in any important events as we head into the end of the school year. That could be report cards, assessments, needing to fill in curriculum folders for students. And then the next thing that you want to make sure you're doing is reevaluating your to-do list at the beginning and the end of each day. Take a look at what got done, what didn't get done, and consider where you can move those tasks to. Finally, try to leave some wiggle room in your day. So that if you don't get to something, it can easily be moved and make sure you keep those task lists short, right? So that the day feels a lot more manageable. All right. If you are not in our free teacher time productivity strategy Facebook group, you got to head over and join there. You can join at www.teachinglittleleaders.com forward slash community. And we're going to have some fun things coming up this month. I want to help you keep the end of the year feeling doable, end the year strong by forming habits and utilizing strategies that help you manage your many teacher tasks. And really, the reason why we want to do that is so that when you leave for the summer, you can turn your teacher brain off. So head on into our Facebook group so that you don't miss anything going on this month. I'll link that in the show notes and I cannot wait to see you there. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what we talked about here and want to connect further, you can find everything you need on my website, www.teachinglittleleaders.com. And if you loved this episode in particular, share it with your teacher friends by taking a screenshot and posting to Instagram stories. Make sure to tag me at Teaching Little Leaders so I can see it and reshare. I'll see you next Tuesday. Have a fabulous week.